Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello and welcome to Daily Daf Differently. This is Jeremy Kalmanowski and today in Tractate Shabbat we're studying page Samech Gimel or 63. Today is actually a fascinating and very full page of uh, rabbinic lore, not a ton of law, or at least it's the intersection of law and lore. The Mishnah says that men should not go out on the Shabbat into the public sphere while carrying any sort of implements of war, any uh, swords or shields or, or that sort of thing, any of the uh, equipment that makes one a soldier. And Rabbi Eliezer, however, says that such a thing is appropriate for someone to do because that's that's how a man adorns himself. That's fancy clothing for a man to show what a what a fine soldier he is. And in one of the great lines of rabbinic literature, uh, the consensus of the sages disagrees with Rabbi Eliezer and say, no, no, wearing the implements of war is nothing other than a shame. It's a shame to, to the individual and a shame to the human being to be a violent person or to have the accoutrements of violence. And I think it says something significant about uh, how the rabbis conceived of themselves. The rabbis are fundamentally uh, moderate people, both moderate in their in their politics and, for the most part, moderate in their spirituality as well. Um, this occasions a very interesting conversation uh, among among some of the sages about whether or not uh, the olam haba, whether or not the future world, or really, more precisely, the days of the Messiah, the days of the Messiah are, are considered uh, before the world to come, whether the days of the Messiah will be an utterly changed world, or it'll be, like this world, just a little bit better. Uh, one of the views, according to Shmuel, says, Ein bein olam bilvad. Uh, there is, there's nothing different between this world and messianic times, except the oppressive governments will disappear. Whereas the other sages quoted here suggest that, uh, Olam Haba is completely unimaginable. It's a completely, utterly different world. But all the prophetic promises of a world of peace, lions lying down with lambs, and the, the verse from Isaiah, the verse from Isaiah which we quote, which we quote, they will beat their swords into uh, plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Uh, all of that is to come in the messianic time, and the world will be will be completely different. That occasion, uh, a drash that is made, is sort of a homiletical exposition that is made from uh, Psalm 45, um, uh, on the side of Rabbi Eliezer, that one should um, have one's sword uh, uh, strapped to one's thigh, and that is really, that's that's power, that is really grace and beauty. Uh, to which the Maran now brings us into a conversation, the star of which, so to speak, is, is Rav Kahana. The, the verse is um, taken to refer to, not to a physical sword, but to the power of Torah learning as, as grace and beauty, metaphorized as a sword. Uh, Rav Kahana says, that can't apply to an actual physical sword, to which 
to which his uh, his interlocutor, Mar Bre de Ralcuna, says to him that a verse never loses its semantic meaning, uh, that, that a verse never completely goes out. Ein a verse never loses its semantic meaning entirely in the Midrash. That is to say that, yes, we metaphorize this verse, we take it homiletically to mean uh, Torah scholarship as opposed to a physical sword, but because it uses the metaphor of a sword, it remains sword-like at least a little bit, and so that's why Rabbi Eliezer can, uh, can adduce it for this purpose. To which Rab Kahana says, a famous line, and you became famous throughout rabbinic uh, literature, um, when I was 18 years old, I already knew the entire corpus of rabbinic literature, but I had never heard that um, that uh, a verse never loses its plain sense or semantic meaning as well as the homiletical meaning. And this produces actually a fascinating conversation throughout Jewish history about homiletical uh, interpretations having precedence or more semantic ones having precedence. Throughout rabbinic history, rabbinic literature, for the most part, ancient rabbinic literature, um, the the homiletical expositions, the midrashim, no matter how fanciful they are, are taken to be authoritative. And it comes in the Middle Ages that people begin to say, well, you know, actually, not all the stuff that the rabbis say, not all the things that they find in the verse, actually uh, can comport with the simple semantic meaning. And this, in Maimonides, Maimonides clashes on this point with Nachmanides. Maimonides finds that not everything that the rabbis say can be located in the text. Nachmanides says, no, no, if you understand the text deeply, you understand the, the, the mystical layers as well, you understand that everything the sages say does, in fact, inhere in the text itself. I think that, uh, you know, they're not the only ones to have this conversation. That's part of what makes Rashi a very innovative commentator, but especially his his grandchild, the Rashbam, uh, who... who finds that the Torah does not always line up with the, with the things that the sages want to say about it. Anyway, this is certainly an important thing for modern Jews to think about. Is everything in Judaism locatable in Scripture? My, my own unsurprising position is, of, co- of course not. Rabbis found things which inhered in, in potential. I, I can see it as metaphorically inhering in Scripture, but certainly it's not the semantic meaning of Scripture. Um, the text goes on to talk about how people should study and what are the ethics and styles in which they should study. They say that people should be modest. They should listen to each other. They should study lishma, that is to say, without ulterior motive, just for love of Torah. They should be sharp thinkers. They should uh, study study raw content, absorb raw content, and then start analyzing. Uh, there's all kinds of fabulous material on this page. Uh, we hear... For those of you like me who are not dog lovers, we hear that keeping mean dogs is a bad idea. It interferes with tzedakah because people won't come up and knock on your door if they're afraid of being bitten by a dog. And there's a little story here about a woman who was bitten by a defanged dog, even defanged, and it still, God forbid, caused her to have a miscarriage. Um, Finally, uh, one last thing that appears on the second page, which is mostly about the purity of uh, of purity or impurity of, of garments and little jewelry and accoutrements, we describe the seats, which was the little crown that the high priest wore in the ancient temple, on which was written uh, Kodesh Ladunai, holy to the Lord. And the and the Talmud raises the, the interesting uh, 
sort of, I, I guess you'd call it artistic flourish, because they, they thought it was a bad idea that you would write Kodesh Le, holy to, before you would actually write the, the divine name. And so they say that the divine name was at the top, at the upper left-hand column, uh, left-hand corner of the golden plate. Uh, on the left, of course, in Hebrew, you write right to left, so it's it's up, it's it's vertically up on the on the uh, on the seats on the metal plate itself, but it's at the end of the line, where it's at the bottom right-hand corner. Then you get the words Kodesh Le, holy two. Anyway, a uh, wonderful piece of description of how they made ancient jewelry. Thanks for studying this page with me today, and I look forward to studying one more with you tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epichorus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.